All right, we're going to be doing episode five today. Um, we're going to go over quite a few topics, and knowing how these podcasts have been going lately, we'll probably go over 48 topics. But the three main ones we want to focus on in this podcast is um, kind of bodybuilding, CrossFit, what, or and then whatever, I mean, whoever's listening, you guys do, I don't know what style, but like what limit, limitations there are with that, ideal ways of training um, like to full potential, I guess, or like taking it to the next level and why that isn't ideal for some people's lifestyles. Um, we're going to go over myths on uh, energy drinks and caffeine, um, possibly nicotine, which I have no idea about that. That's going to be more Jarrett. Um, and then place your time um, when you're young more into like skills, knowledge, um, and self-investment, plus just overall mind, um, mindfulness, I guess that would be a good word to say for that. Um, so yeah, I'll let Jarrett start with um, ideal ways of, uh, I don't know how you, I mean, this is more his topic. It's kind of confusing for me, but like where limitations limitations can stop people in their journey, I guess, or taking it to the next level. Um, so what do you have to say on that? Um, so I guess pretty much the topic that I wanted to talk about was like, like bodybuilding. And I feel like this is like a lot, like this might be relatable by some people, but it can also relate to like other things that people want to do. So I think that like I want to do bodybuilding, but I wouldn't do bodybuilding. And I think that like the the reason I wouldn't do it, even though I want to, is because of like the the patterns of the way that I think, as well as like all of the like potential risks that you have to take. And not even risks that are like, not risks that you think like, are like, oh, just take the leap and just do it, take a risk and be poor or whatever. It's not like even, it's not even monetary. It's kind of like my values are in health and they're in longevity and stuff. And what I learned is like just diving deeper and deeper into like the bodybuilding stuff was that um, it's very unhealthy to get to like body, you know, bodybuilding types of body fat percentages. It's super unhealthy because eventually you become obsessed with it all. And then most of the time people start PEDs and you break down your like health for a very long period of time, ruin your hormones. And like I value my longevity and my health more than I value bodybuilding. And then couple that with like the way that I think. I think that I would be super obsessive about it. And I think that I would maybe take it too far. I think I wouldn't give up on just being like, I'm an amateur champion. I'd be like, fuck this. I'm going to be a pro champion. And the only way you're going to be a pro champion is if you're on some fucking roids. So, well, also not only that, but if you're obsessed, like you have no other plans with your life. Yeah. That's that's your main, that's like your career. Yeah. And like, I honestly thought about it and I was always like, yeah, I could be a bodybuilder. Like, cause people say like, look at what you want to do. And like, if, if it looks like something you want to do, then like, you should do it. But here's what I learned. If you look at something and think you want to do it, but haven't collected enough knowledge and not only meaning like enough knowledge, meaning like firsthand perspectives on what it's like to be in those situations. Like 
then you shouldn't like commit yourself to something like that. For example, like on the surface, when I was thinking about like doing bodybuilding and stuff, I was like, oh man, it's going to be so cool and be big. And like, I'm going to do these competitions, maybe do like brand deals. It's going to be freaking sweet. And then I look at all the videos and I'm like watching all these people and some people have breakdowns and they're talking about like how their mental health is trash and how they're cutting years off their life by taking like all these weird non-pharmacy also hard on um like relationships too if you're in a relationship yeah because like the steroids and the the hormones fuck you all up. and if you're cutting you have no sex none of your hormones are correct no energy nothing like that so it's just like hungry as shit all the time yeah we're freaking out and and that hinders like not only like your intimate relationships like your friendships too because like um people don't realize that like even intimacy or like like testosterone being a sexual type of drug is not just a sexual or type of drug, sexual type of hormone. It's not just a sexual type of hormone. For men, it's actually a good amount of the energy that they produce. So it's like lower testosterone might actually mean less energy, less productivity, more of a push towards like depression and stuff because you you don't have the ability to do the things you want to do. So I guess like the reason I wanted to talk about that was like, a lot of people say like if it like find out like look at people find out oh i want to be just like them you know like i don't always say you wanted to look like this guy named reg park and like he's like i saw that and and i wanted to be like him and blah 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 blah. but it's like i sometimes i wonder like if they just became successful through just their trials and tribulations rather than actually like loving everything about it and maybe like arnold really did like love what he loved and stuff like that but like sometimes I debate like on the surface you look at things and you're like wow I would love doing that I could probably do that like being a firefighter or something and then you go and you talk to a firefighter he's like yeah I pulled a 12 year old out of a house they were dead and you're like oh I don't think I could actually fucking deal with that like that's actually pretty fucking wrenching on like your mental you know and so you're like and no for real dude like nobody ever looks at it everybody looks at it like about all the glory and the fame and the surface level shit they see like the dark stuff behind it yeah and like not only that but like bodybuilders like for example bodybuilders they start off poor and so do most like anything that's like independent you start out relatively like poor you start out relatively making less and and poor can be um money knowledge like mindful you're poor in every aspect yeah and, you, spe- you, and so especially if you're starting straight from the rut you know yeah with no or just you're you're going head in just for the experience you know yeah and like i and the thing is like i'm interested in so many different things that like i feel like if i was a bodybuilding champion everything else would have to go to the side you know, it would. because I'd become too, I feel like this would be the spiral I'd get into. I'd do amateur. Then I'd be like, oh, I want to be a pro. I got to be a pro. Then I wouldn't stop fucking juicing. Then I'm like, I got too much <laughs> invested in it. So now I need to just go all out. And then sometimes people don't realize this, but sometimes there's people out there that juice and do all the shit that ruins their life, but they never make it to the top level, like Olympia type of shit. They're just hurting their body. They're just fucking their body up. Yeah. And they don't realize like these people that are on those roids and they're at the Olympia level, they're genetic outliers like they're absolute anomalies like chris bumstead yeah for real and it's like you don't understand like yeah he's on roids but like he is a genetic anomaly like different and like if unless you're like him unless your daddy is his daddy then you guys you guys are going to differ a lot yeah but uh no i just wanted to say that because i was like so many people just say like if it looks like you love it go try it why not try it it's like 
some things require so much risk and like yeah. if it goes against your values too much then why face all that dissonance and like hurt yourself well, and, you know like you have other goals Apart your, your main that. priority i mean yes your main one of your main priorities is health and nutrition and lifting but that is not going to support you through your life you know yeah so you have support. other goals that you need to put you if you wanted to be a bodybuilder, you'd have to focus all on that and get rid of all the other goals. And I'd so. be very hypocritical too, I feel like, because like I value mental health and I value like psychology of people a lot. Yeah. So I feel like by doing that, you're, and then I'm kind of just like being a hypocrite. You're making mental health like... Yeah, like yeah. gone, you know? Yeah, I mean, and that would be, well, not for the mental part, but say for um, CrossFit, if I wanted to, you know, be a games athlete, I'm just mm -hmm. saying, never will be, obviously. But the reason or I it never could be, but I could be. be. But the reason I never will be is because it's not my priority. My priority is to be an entrepreneur. So, you you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's when we say like you can't, that doesn't mean you can't. Anyone can do whatever they they. I I believe that anyone can do whatever they set their mind to. Yeah. But if it's not the priority because your dreams are something else, then yes, you can't do it because yeah, you need a number you know, one. Like when people become champions, is because that's the only thing they mm, focus on. Yeah. Like when they become UFC champions, like Conor McGregor, like anyone, like they just they're dialed, dude. Like yeah. they're so dialed, and people don't see it. People don't see like not only are they dialed, but they're so dialed that it renders all of their relationships with their family, with their significant other, with their friends. They're like fucking. Their hardcore. family, they're hardcore, like, they're in the gym. To, like, the, even, like, simple things, like, that Kai kid I was talking about earlier, he streams 8 to 10 hours a day, which means That's he's in his house 8 to 10 hours a day on a video, on a live stream. So, like, and he said he used to do it almost 6 or 7 days a week, 8 to 10 hours a day. He said he'd never leave his house. He'd door dash all of his food. He just was, like, pretty right. much like a hermit. And it's like, damn, dude. And then not only that, but when you first start out, imagine he was editing all of his own shit. Or not even editing, but it's a live stream, so you don't edit. But he was setting up all of his own shit, yeah, making yeah, his own yeah. ideas. So 8 to 10 hours is actually like a lot more. 12 to 14 hours a day. And then it's like, how much time do you got for all your other stuff? So I don't know. I just feel like I have too much value in other things to be like. Well, <laughs> if Andrew Tate tells the truth, he's one of those guys that like, is fucking hardcore, you know? Yeah. All he does is think about his money, money, money all the time. You know what I mean? He's working all the time. Same with yeah. like Elon Musk, um, Bill Gates. All those guys are kind of crazy, honestly. They're yeah. fucking. Yeah, you like, gotta be kind of crazy though. Yeah, because like some people value family and relationships too. So you have to have. But you have to realize these people to, are not well, normal people. Well, I know, but most people like mix that in. They're just like, I don't really give a fuck about people <laughs> dude if you ever want to be like elon you know musk I mean? yeah but if you ever want to be like elon musk you gotta, you'll never be normal no you'll he's be alien, weird bro. He he's has not a, even real dude probably. he has 11 different kids which means he's got and he's got multiple different baby he's mamas, got 11 kids which means he pr like puts less value on each like fan like mom baby mom so it's like think about that you value that so lowly that you'll just keep like okay. and he's so rich it doesn't fucking matter and not only that but like He's like, Here, here's two million, raise the kid. He always prioritized his life over like, for example, when his girlfriend was dating him, he told this story about how like they lived in an office and like she had oh, to yeah. sleep on the couch in the office. Yeah. And it's like, bro, you made your girlfriend sleep on a couch in the office because you wanted to grind your face off. Like most guys are like, no, I want my girlfriend to sleep on a comfortable bed because I actually like her. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? Instead of like, 
<laughs> that is fucking couch. That is weird, bro. <laughs> I never thought about that, but it's like these guys go and you guys think that you're all loners. You think you're weird. You think whatever. These guys are fucking. These guys, loners. they're socially weird. Like not not only are they socially weird because they know how to communicate in terms of like business and stuff, but I guarantee you, if you ever became friends with one of these guys, <laughs> they'd be awkward. They're weird. Yeah, yeah. They're weird, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like and, and even the people that just make social media. You got content, to drink dude. a beer with them. They're like. The guys that take social media content, they post it every day, all day, have a ton of it done, all this other stuff. Think about being around someone that every, like, hour they take a picture of themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, that, that is kind of strange. And, like, I'm not saying, like, oh, fuck those guys. They, they got it all fucked up. But, like, most of the time when you get big things like that, it comes with a sacrifice of, like... You kind of, like... Money kind of resembles how much someone sacrifices. Like... The yeah. richer someone gets, you know that like they're fuck. Either they got lucky, or got passed down money, or they have no life. Yeah, and another thing is, there's very few men. Like here's here's the scary thing. There's very few men that have girlfriends in the beginning of their careers. Like very few successful men. Like Andrew Tate has had girlfriends, but hasn't had one consistent girlfriend through it all. Conor McGregor is kind of an anomaly to that. He's had a girlfriend the whole time. But there's tons of guys. Elon Musk. Tons of different babies. They're kind of like... Uh, Bill Gates, no girlfriend when he was younger, when he first started at Microsoft. They're, sel they're kind of selfish, honestly. Yeah, they're into themselves. And like, And they don't have any relationships. And it's like... And I value like relationships and life experiences way more than money. Than money. So, yeah, I want to be rich. But I don't need to be... I don't need to sacrifice my life for money you know? I, yeah and i would say i would even maybe even value those relationships more so than accomplishments yeah because like i mean accomplishments are there for a split second relationships are there for your whole forever yeah and so well, like, hopefully unless there's a fucked up relationship so if you have a ton of relationships then to me like when you're young if you have a ton of relationships you just focus on your knowledge your skills like kind of what we we're going to talk about later like then you're kind of like the successful one and, and that's more of like the long-term way of in investment for yeah. money and knowledge because when you yeah when you build knowledge like that and skills your money gradually comes to you it's yeah. kind of weird how it works and another cool thing is like andrew tate told this story about his 94 year old grandma and her birthday party he said that he had they had a hundred and some kids she had a hundred and some kids that came from just her because, like, her kids had kids. Oh, Her oh, yeah, kids' yeah. kids had kids. Yeah. And she was 94 years old, so she got to see all three of those generations. There was 100 and some people there for her 94th birthday. Listen to this. Nobody was talking about, oh, she accomplished this. Oh, she had this type of career. Oh, she uh, went out to these clubs. She did this. She did that. They all talked about how, like, she had a whole family that was just filled with, like, the They're love. all there, yeah. Yeah, she just had this big-ass family. And they all came from it's her. Crazy. And they all loved each other, and they all loved her. And he was like, she was more satisfied than almost anybody he had seen in life before. And he's like, so if you think, and he was talking to women when he was talking about this, but I think this generalizes to men as well. Like if you think that the more valuable thing in life is like accomplishments, material, material things, and not only experiences, but like. Experiences with other people are more valuable than experiences by themselves. 
Yeah, correct. You go to Hawaii, but if you don't have, if you're by yourself, you, and you're like, by yourself, wow. that would suck ass. You're just like because you wouldn't have to have, you wouldn't even have a friend. Like a guy, like say a guy takes another guy. They show up at Hawaii. They're like, "Whoa, bro, this is fucking sick." Yeah. You show up by yourself. You're just like, "Wow, this is sick." Yeah. In you your head, tell this to, you don't even head. say it out loud. Yeah. Like, like hmm. and then you come back. You're like, "Yeah, I took this trip to Hawaii by myself. Here's the picture." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're like taking a selfie at all of them, <laughs> yeah. alone. You're like, like, what ah. the fuck, dude? No, people make the experiences for own. And like, if you don't have those, if you don't have people over your lifespan, then you're kind of, you kind of fucked up a little bit, you know, but it's not like some people have different circumstances. You can't always have like a million people in your life, but you can definitely have like four or five, four or five valuable people. Yeah. And then eventually focus on starting your own family and stuff. And then having tons of valuable people like that 94 year old lady. Yeah. And she, and dude, when you're 94, all that money you have. You can't use it to do anything cool. You've probably already experienced enough life to the point to where like a lot of things are boring to you. Yeah. And anything that you do have the money for, like now that it's in reach, Honestly, you've probably already done it. You probably just want to give it to pe- give it to people. You and know? it's like you have tons of people to give it to now, because like she has hundreds of like grandkids. Yeah. Like imagine that's that. kind of a that's kind of an interesting point um, with money. Is is how when you receive money. It comes so quick. Yeah. Like over weeks, you don't even notice it. Yeah. But the moment you give money to somebody and you see, like, especially if it's someone that needed it, Mm -hmm. and like the feeling that one moment gives you compared to all the moments you receive it yourself. Yeah. And and that just kind of like, that symbolizes how money, materials aren't valuable. It's the person and the action and the giving is what is valuable to our like it's almost like it's valuable to our soul and not just us you know what i mean it's yeah it's it's weird i always have a cool way to think about that i always think like the first time you get a paycheck is one of the coolest moments of your life all the way up until then the moment that you give your first dollar away is the second most significant moment that like overrides that first moment or you look at your first paycheck and you're like Like, you're that's like, pretty low. like, damn, they took yeah. $200 on taxes. But imagine, like, getting, like, five years down the road and you can give somebody, like, $5 and they're dying or, like, I don't know, yeah, just yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, But that moment of giving always overrides the moment of receiving. For real. It's weird. It's so weird. It's it because we're not intended. If you're religious or spiritual, I mean, we're intended to give more than receive. I think we're intended to be collectivistic. Not Well, like, I mean, but I just mean you're, we're intended... We're intended to give and and be. We're all brothers and sisters. Yeah, that's what so, I mean. So like, we're all meant to love each other. Because we're in our culture, the U.S. We're individualistic, so we don't value social stuff as much as we value ourselves. Yep. So we don't give other. If we think we have useful information that somebody else could use, we don't give it to them. But communities like inside of the U.S., like the deaf community, if they know about a cool, a good price on a car, discounts, whatever it is. They'll tell all their friends about it. Mm-hmm. Even though they know they might show up and get a better deal than what they did. They'll tell all of them about it. Because they're tell, still helping someone else. And out. they'll tell them how to even get a better deal than what they did. Mm-hmm. In our culture, we won't do that. Because we don't want somebody to get a better deal. And they come back to us like, we got a better deal than you. The deaf people will be like, the person will come back and be like, I got a better deal than you. And they'd be like, sweet dog, mm-hmm. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, hyped, I'm yeah. hyped about that, bro. Like, cool. That brings up another, I don't even know if we can get to the other topics. I don't care, but... Um, that guy, that Harmonies, Harmonies guy, the lifter, um, Hormozy, Hormozy, yeah, he was saying how, um, oh fuck, don't tell me I just drew a blank, god damn it, 
Um, I'll try to think about it. Alex from Mosey. I was talking about how the deaf people... Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. So he said um, how he always looked at, like, when a younger generation would surpass him in wealth or business or whatever, as, like, it would upset him. Yeah. But now he's he's come to, like, realize that when that happens, he sees that as our... Or, as humans, we're supposed to leave behind something that makes it easier for the next generation. To get there faster. So when he sees that someone use his programming or whatever he does and surpasses him quicker, it makes him happy. Yeah. Because he knows that he made it easier for that, for us. Yeah. Because I guess that would be us. And um, so he's almost leaving something behind. So it's better to see it that way, you know? Yeah, it's better to like have value in things that last forever than value in things that only last a moment yeah. like for yourself. Like mm-hmm. if he were to just internalize it and hate them for passing him over, he'd never see the value that he created in his past. Mm-hmm. And he'd never carry that with him forever, which is so much more important than like all the hatred of like how much progress is being made. Yeah, because really, does it even matter if someone passes you quicker? That's all of our purposes, dude. Like all of our, pur- literally everyone's purpose all the way up till now. Anyone that had a significant role in this and in, in life has done something that made life easier for the next people to come. Yeah, yeah. Person that made phones made it easier for everyone yeah. to operate. Person that made ass wipe toilet paper easier for people made to fucking wipe their ass. Lawnmowers easier to cut the ground. Like it, it was just always any type Something. of invention. Like lights help you see better. Like yeah. Thomas Edison helped everyone for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. dude, there's so many things that like there was so and imagine how those all those people we if you're either an expert in the field where the thing was created or you're just a general historian. You'll know the names of those people. That's how legendary they are. We all know uh, who those people are. What was the name? Thomas Edison, that just yeah. like a light bulb guy. Yeah. We all fucking know him. You wanna know why? Every single one of us use light bulbs. Yeah. And we always have, and they're amazing. Yep. And people have made <laughs> people have made new light bulbs, yeah. but like he was the guy that made the light bulb. Yeah. And that was so significant. It changed everything. It's crazy. Like imagine that before that, some people were probably scared to leave at night because predators would get them. Yeah. And now there's fucking street lights out. So guess what? Nope. Nobody gets you. <laughs> you can see. <laughs> and like I, that's another thing too is, I mean, does it really matter? Why does it matter so much if someone comes out and progresses faster than you? You know, it, it it's only matters now because of social like anxieties yeah. and social media because we feel that if someone's passing us, they're better than us or or. I don't know. There's just there's self doubt. I think it's always mattered. I think social media just allows everyone to see everybody's shit. Yeah. So you're able, like, it's not social people media's used to just fault. fucking. They had their ideas, and and they went they went, you know, crazy they on them. There. Yeah. They didn't know what other people were doing, so they it didn't were like, matter. Yeah, you didn't know Thomas Edison was making the light bulb. No. Like, uh, Graham, whoever didn't know Thomas Edison was making the light bulb. Mm-hmm. He was just over there fucking working on his first tractor. Minding his own business. He's making a tractor, yeah. <laughs> but but like, that's it's always been a problem with humans. Humans, I feel like humans have always had that problem. Social media just makes it easier Amplified to have it. that problem yeah. because like then you get to see everybody's shit. And, and there's a lot of people doing the same thing. And there's as, a lot of people doing a lot better than what you are. Because yep. guess what? There are just some fucking animals. Out you can there. either let that. You can either let that um, disturb you, or you can take it and help it make you better. 
Or yeah. you can be happy about it, especially if you left that behind for them to surpass you. But most, mostly though, now there's such a volume of things being created, you probably didn't leave an impact for them to pass you. So take them passing you and use it as a drive. Don't be upset about it. And I deal. think the reason why people are so easily insecure about that and like they judge other people for being further ahead of them and they're so mad that other people are ahead of them, hold a ton of hate towards it, is because like people like don't put everything into it. So yeah. it's not a matter of like, oh, I didn't do as good as them, but I also didn't try as hard. It's a matter of like, if you would have tried the hardest you possibly could, at least at the end of the day, you would have been able to say like, I'm the best or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Sorry guys, my dog was going crazy. Um, so now we're gonna move on to topic two. Um, we didn't really fact check any of this, but I mean, <laughs> but we know it's, I mean, I've, I know per, it's just factual. Just we'll talk off personal experience as well. Well, saying. and I know it's factual too, cause I've heard it, but, um, kind of, but yeah. So <laughs> myths on, uh, like energy drinks, caffeine. Um, first thing is people always say caffeine's bad for you. It isn't, it's not, it's not true. It's usually the additives or um, preservatives in the drink with the caffeine that also like dehydrate a, you. A lack of moderation. Yeah, that too. I think the level is like 700 milligrams a day is where it starts to get bad for you. Yeah. That's what the study showed, which is nobody drinks that much. That's insane. Yeah. Unless you're taking pre-workouts. Plus stuff. it's hard. Think about 700 milligrams. It's hard to consume over the course of a day. Yeah, unless, so you're, you're, doing, doing, unless you're dry scooping pre-workout. It's especially hard to do it. Five to ten hours. Five to ten hours before bed. So that's why seven hundred milligrams is like probably the threshold. Because imagine trying to consume seven hundred milligrams before fucking yeah. noon. Well, they say it, even then they don't know if it's really that bad for you. Yeah. Like internally, because caffeine's natural source. It's from. Yeah, I mean, beans. people are probably using it from from like plants and shit a long time yeah. ago to like enhance their way yeah. of life. And and actually, caffeine doesn't give you energy. It enhances the inhibitors that make you feel like you have energy yeah so it makes you like feel amped up mm -hmm. like ready to go but it's not actual energy though and there's studies that also show that you can internalize memories better if you are if you have caffeine versus if you did oh really yeah so if you like take in a memory this is from that andrew huberman guy but if you take in a memory you're supposed to be able to encode it better and store it better so well, caffeine. On, you have better recall well and i i totally believe in if you're in moderation and you're you're a person that uh, works a lot, or I mean, everyone has those days where they feel groggy or whatever. I believe you should drink caffeine. I mean, to make your day better. Yeah. There's no problem with it, especially if it's like black coffee. That's mm -hmm. like super healthy for you. Yeah, and like I think like like everyone says like in moderation everything is good. Especially things that can improve your way of life. Enhance you, yeah. Yeah, like if you can improve your way of life with any type of thing and it has very minimal health risks, like good for you. Where it would be bad at, and this is also, there's also a matter of like moderation, but there's also a matter of application. So application to people with yeah. like heart <laughs> issues, like using caffeine, people with heart issues using caffeine is probably not optimal, probably no. less healthy. But people, normal average everyday people with less 
you know, heart defects or whatever. Just healthy is. people. Yeah. Just healthy people, average people could probably use caffeine to enhance like, yeah. the way they live. Yeah, I believe that. With minimal health risk. And it's the same thing with any stimulant. Like, we're also going to talk about nicotine. Andrew Huberman talked about, like, uh, nicotine patches, nicotine gum being an effective way to, like, increase focus. And But the thing is, it's very addictive. Um, but so is caffeine. And people try to, like, level the two out. The worst medium to take in nicotine is probably through smoking. Lung damage, um, especially vapor, vaporized nicotine, like you damage your lungs severely. Imagine just like wetting up your lungs all the time with like basically like drowning yourself. Chemical vapor, yeah, yeah, and you're just destroying your lungs. So that's a big health risk. And um, I actually heard that caffeine isn't addictive, like truly addicting. It's more of a uh, habit. Well, I think everything is. Everything's habitual. So, like, there's a saying, this, uh, I think one guy that enforces the saying is Gaber Mate. And he says, because he's a drug addict, uh, psychiatrist. So, he focuses on drug addiction. And they say, well, one thing real quick. They say you get addicted to the feeling. Yeah. More than that. It, the actual drug itself isn't, but it's, like, the feeling and the energy that it gives you. Well, that's another thing is people don't know how to differentiate between addictive and not addictive. It's like, people say weed isn't addictive, but... Weed is addictive. To people is addictive. Yeah, weed is addictive. Like everything. Especially the people that smoke it it's all like the this. time. It's, it's like, like me saying this. Like, it's like me saying, yeah, like water, if you get water on yourself. No, nah, actually, that's too controversial. I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> it's like the I, I water is wet argument. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, it's a little bit different than that because, like, people will say, no, weed's not addictive. But it's like, well, why do you smoke it all the time then? Yeah. Well, because I like the way it makes me feel. You're addicted so to the feeling. You're habitually doing it over and over again. That's an addiction. An addiction is you you keep yeah. getting up and doing something. Like, you can have an addiction to fucking anything. You can have an addiction to, like... Well, because your brain chemically releases things and... Or it releases chemicals with that addiction. You get addicted to that feeling. Yeah, and if you recognize addictions as, like, habitual things, like, everything is an addiction then. Like, breathing is an addiction because you habitually breathe. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you can't always define addictive as that. Now, I think it's more of the intent of the chemicals. Like, nicotine being addictive is because, like, it is pushed in. Like, not only is nicotine addictive because like literally people love the feeling of it and they'll carry that shit around with all day and too. smoke it there's also an intent inside of society to make it a, a thing for everyone to carry around like the reason why it's labeled as addictive is because people make you addicted to it so you buy it forever and they make money off it's, of it's you seriously forever. a marketing scheme yeah like and so it's like it's kind of shitty that's why some people don't see caffeine as uh, as addictive because like so many people like don't notice like there's just it's same with alcohol too yeah nicotine like nicotine's like more taboo alcohol is more taboo than like caffeine so people don't see it as like oh this is a there's somebody getting rich off this nicotine or this alcohol they or see it that way (laughs) or sorry no no they see that with alcohol and nicotine but they don't see that with caffeine yeah they just see like oh it's just caffeine because there's tons of like you know what i mean yeah, but they're addicted to the feeling. That's why people get a coffee every morning. That's you know? yeah. So I guess I also not, think like yeah, not I, everybody, but no, you're right. And, but like I just think that like addictive substances don't get labeled as addictive sometimes because that they're they're not like there's no intent from society or from like one big like the big smoking businesses that like force all the nicotine on us. 
and try to keep us poor and keep us addicted to their nicotine so we stay like this forever. That's why people think of that as addictive because there's literally a big ass set of companies that all work together to push that on us. Same thing with sugar. Like Nestle, they own all the fucking sugar. They own a shit ton of sugar products. You know what's crazy to me about like cigarettes and tobacco? It's we've proven how bad it is now for mm-hmm. for the human body. But they still just let them keep selling it because yeah. of the money revenue. It's all about money. Yeah, yeah and it's like especially it's like, in this economy, the U.S. It's money, money, power. You know, it's all it is. Yeah, it's just crazy because like it's so much easier to argue that something's not addictive when it's not as taboo. Like yeah, we don't see like. Okay, people can die. If people have heart defects, they can die from having too much caffeine. If people have heart defects, they may also die from smoking. But it's more relevant for somebody, you to hear about somebody dying from a heart defect because of smoking because nicotine's a stimulant. So you could have heart defects that get affected by nicotine. But also your lungs, you hear about a ton of people die from like lung cancer and shit. Mm-hmm. So people don't always like... I, I I imagine that either the media coverage is more, not media, or like social coverage is more, or like the, than it is like for, it's more covered for nicotine than it is for caffeine. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, like people talk about, oh, he smokes, that's why he died early. More so than like, oh, he drink monsters every morning, that's why he died early. <laughs> Whoever fucking heard somebody say that? Yeah. I mean, I've heard no. people say like, oh, he drank too many energy drinks, his heart Yeah, but that's up. usually a, a young kid that's never drank one before and he drank four at once. Oh, uh, yeah. Or you know, like, then it gives it a bad name. Or something. somebody that's 56 and they got a genetic predisposition to have a yeah. heart defect. Like, And then everyone, everyone's like, monsters are bad. Monsters are bad. They're bad. You're going to Stay die. away from them. I it's hate like, that. And you know what pisses me off the most? They say that shit. Well, go look at the back of a fucking Pepsi, a 12-ounce, or a, one of the, the plastic bottles, 16-ounce. They're like, monsters are bad. 110 milligrams <laughs> They're of caffeine. They're sucking that Pepsi down. In a Pepsi. And, the, another, and guess how much is in a monster? Like, 145. Yeah, well, it's just, dude. It's like, what the fuck's the difference? There's so many problems. Like, I feel like people are so critical of, like, small problems like that when, like, they're fucking, like... Binging on nicotine, binging on alcohol. They might even have had a little heroin. And they're like, energy drinks are bad. You yeah. Do that. Your heart's going <laughs> to Or like, explode. motherfuckers <laughs> will say, yeah, I'm trying to quit um, caffeine. But they're fat as shit. And it's like, what the fuck are <laughs> you like, doing? No, you need to be on caffeine, You need to, bro. like, quit eating. No, no, you need to You need to start fucking using more caffeine. Yeah, you so need you to start drinking zero-calorie caffeine <laughs> drinks. And then... Uh, starve yourself. Yeah, you need, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you need to suppress your appetite, bro. You need to fucking fast. That's yeah, what you yeah. need to do. Or like, or like they're fat as know. fuck, and they're over there. Your heart's gonna explode, motherfucker. Your heart's gonna explode in your sleep. Yeah, you're gonna fucking. You're it's like the fat on your neck's gonna choke you out when you're sleeping, buddy. <laughs> it's like the people that go to McDonald's, are like, can I get four Big Macs <laughs> in a large diet coke? <laughs> you're like, what the? Fuck? Yeah, and then and then he pulls out, and like he's looking at you. He's like, hey, and you got a monster in your hand. He's like, hey, don't drink those. Yeah. Are bad for you. You're probably gonna, your heart's probably gonna blow up, dude. Yeah, like, you better dude, back you're, off. You're gonna fucking die, <laughs> buddy. You spent too many hours in the fucking work truck, oh, buddy. Oh my gosh. No, but for real, like, I just don't understand that. People, like, it, and a lot of times it's like what media drives into people's heads. Yeah, it's gonna, you know, like, it's like dumb shit. Bro, bro like, shit. like, eggs are bad. All like, of a sudden, eggs will be bad. It's, it's like, way, what? it's way better to, uh, to like, Fuck, like, what, what am I trying to say? It's way better, I, in my opinion, it's way better to be fucking, like, fit and use some caffeine than to be super fat and not use any caffeine. 
Exactly. I mean, I think sugar is just as addictive as caffeine. It's more addictive. I and think. I think that people, a lot of fat people like sugar. Yeah. I'd say that's a pretty good yeah. correlation. So, right. so yep. we're adding I, up addictions. I think you're right on the path. There, no, but, no, but for real, we should pull up on some fat people and be like, put that donut down. Your heart's going to explode. For real. Like, no, I, I just don't get it. Sometimes people are just too critical. That's That that sounded really hateful, but like... It's not, though. It's true. It's people just, know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't want to be like a like a Debbie Downer type of person. It's just like, it just sucks when so many people are so critical. It's like, damn, I go to the gym five times a week. I get good sleep. I eat all good foods, but I drink caffeine. Oh, don't do that. You're going to fucking die. Well, it's like, you're going to fight. You're going to fucking it, die way before me. And it, it's just annoying because I don't go, say a person's overweight. Okay, I don't go up and say, "Hey, bro, stop eating burgers, you fat ass." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you don't want I to don't, see us interview. But he'll come. They'll come and be like, "You better not drink that pre-workout." It's also super. <laughs> so what? It's also super. It's way more common for somebody in a less advantageous spot than you to like criticize you. You ever notice that? Like somebody could be like way overweight, and they're like, "Don't lift all that weight. You'll hurt yourself." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You well, don't do it. You, you don't do even you lift mean? weight. You're going to die. I'm, I'm going to hurt myself, but I'm still going to be alive. You're going to die. <laughs> That's just, I, I've gotten like probably so five people or more already telling me that CrossFit is bad for me. And it's I'm like, like dude, you, the people that tell me that are the people that don't even lift at all. Yeah. It's and it's like, like, how do you know? Have you done it? You know anything about it? Yeah. Not no, only so that. So don't but, tell me that. Yeah. Not only that, but it's just like, you're not even like. Like at the very, or dude, at the very most, you might get like a fucking tear in a muscle. You might get a joint fuck up or something like that. Most of those don't result in death though. No. But and being, you, you can get being, injured powerlifting, body, you can get injured doing any of it. But being unfit, fat, unhealthy, it's bad hard blood either markers, way. that'll kill you. A, a muscle tear will not kill you. A joint stress will not kill you. No. You might be on some fucking crutches, but at least you'll live. Yeah. And when I say fat people, I'm not meaning that in a mean way. No, I'm not meaning like... But like, people are fat. There's a lot of fat people in America. I think people that are fat know they're fat. Yeah, and they would be like, yeah, I am fat. Even if I called them fat, they wouldn't care. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, I think think people that deny that they're fat when they're fat is a big problem. Because it's like, those are the people that aren't going to be not fat, ever. (laughs) For real, bro. If you're sitting there going, well... I'm fat, but I'm fat, but it's because I'm it's because I'm fat. It's because my genetics. They'll like, always yeah, be you'll fat. always be fat. Yeah, yeah. They're like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know, man. Those are the people that don't care if you're going back. Anyways, energy drinks. Yeah, dude, caffeine can be a useful tool. Is what our message is, and from personal experience, we don't see a lot of backdrop from it. At least not at the ages that we're at, and. um it can I mean, be a tool in a lot of ways. And I mean, I've seen guys Mentally, like, I haven't got my own blood markers taken next month. I will. But like, I've seen guys have really good blood markers and they fucking slam caffeine. Well, I went to, when I got my blood drawn to check for, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, was it hormones? It was just like a normal blood panel probably. Well, yeah. He asked me if I drink caffeine and that, at that point is when I was drinking like a lot like of caffeine. Like caffeine? Yeah. Pre-workout and a monster. Every and he was day. saying like what? He just said, okay. The doctor did. And then he did my blood perfect everything was perfect so it must not be like too much of an effect on blood markers if he's not going to raise concern about it no he's like you drink caffeine i'm like yeah i drink a monster every day and i do pre-workout every day (laughs) pretty much so i mean i was getting six to seven hundred milligrams a day yeah i mean all i'm saying bro he's like okay (laughs) all i'm saying is you probably shouldn't listen to this guy because he looks like he drinks monsters this guy rides dirt bikes come on bro (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> I guess I do kind of. No, I do though. You're, you're telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking with I'm you. I'm a monster. At boy. least you're not one of those monster guys that goes home to punch. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you seen that Theo Vaughn clip? Uh huh. He's like, dude. Monster dudes that drink monsters go home and beat their wives. Oh, he's wow. like, I've seen one guy with a monster in his hand. And the funny you know, thing is, and you know he's going home to punch. The funny thing is, is he's saying this, and he probably drinks more monsters than me. I drink way more monsters. Than I don't. Day. I kind of quit. More yeah. for the money part. Yeah. To to get, like, I started drinking coffee. Yeah. In the morning, cheaper. Yeah. Which I I could obviously buy monsters. I need to get a day, fucking but, coffee maker. Is what I need to do. Yeah. I could probably slam coffee. I used all to day. drink. You know, I got you into monsters. Yeah. Every day, but I I kind of quit that habit because I also think it wasn't the caffeine, but I think maybe the shit in the monsters is <laughs> making my pee stink really <laughs> fucking bad. I think it was like killing my my. Pro- no, for I, I think that I think I had a. Is it your prostate? Yeah, if you yeah, so you'll get prostate infections. You also could be, become infertile from prostate infections if they go. Yeah, so go on too my long. pee smells good now. Though, but so. like caffeine could be kind of detrimental to certain things. But for the most part, if you can do it in moderation and yeah. you know who you are, if you're drinking one coffee a day, you're fine. Yeah, and you know who you are. The application of it's fine. Even like one pre workout, like one scoop of pre workout's fine. Like I don't know why people stress so much over it. And if you're trying to lose weight, don't quit caffeine. I mean, quit caffeine and sugary drinks, but get sugar-free with caffeine or something. Yeah, and like... Because it, it actually, you burn a, it's it's like a 1%. Yeah, maybe, plus if I need pre-workout... But your to go, heart rate goes up. If so. I need pre-workout to go do a workout, like, I should be able to go do some fucking pre-workout. Yeah. Plus, I think another thing is this. If the caffeine's affecting your sleep, don't do caffeine. But if the caffeine or, yeah. is not affecting your sleep... Well, caffeine has a half-life, so if you're drinking it, make sure you don't, like, drink it past noon seven hours half-life yeah is how long it usually is yeah so, so and it's different it varies but like seven hours is usually the we just drink a monster right now so yeah but i i have no problem falling asleep when drinking yeah, caffeine fine. um oh and also fat burner pills too if anyone takes those and you don't know what they are all they are is caffeine pills yeah and so, they're they're kind of trash but caffeine they are trash. Any, any stimulant any stimulant so just is, drink a monster is an a, is an appetite suppressant so nicotine caffeine they can also suppress nicotine's your appetite a, nicotine's a very like it suppresses High suppressant. appetite a lot it does and like i mean that's probably another reason why people look down on it is because of the changes that people go through like when they're on nicotine yeah like it can suppress your appetite a whole bunch like and people don't realize feel, it. Your head feel weird, dude. But you can use it. You can use it for weight loss, kind of, in a in an effective way. You got to look up the efficacious ways to like use it. But you can use nicotine or. And caffeine. I'm guessing it's probably not like through cigarettes or. Or not like a vape chew. stick all day. No, nothing like it's that. It's probably patches. Probably like gum patches, and not a lot of them. Don't chew the gum all day. <laughs> like if you're at fucking like tons of nicotine at the end of the day, you're probably not using it right. You're just buzzed all day. Right? Yeah, if you're only your 20th piece of gum by the end of the day, you did too much, Nick. Yeah, you were fucked up all day. Yeah, so <clears throat> anyways, we're pretty much done. We can wrap this up. Are you good or what? Yeah, we'll we kind of went over um, like how to how to uh, like live place when your you're time when you're young. And... Towards knowledge and skills. Yeah, yeah, this was actually a pretty, this was a good one. Turned this out is well. a good podcast. Yeah, and I mean, it's been 40 minutes, so. And we've talked about pretty much everything we want to. Yeah. So definitely some rants in there. We need to like just get a like dude, we need we need more microphones for one. And then we need to get like a group of people in here just going ham on topics. Yeah. We need to get no for real, not like in this room. We could go anywhere really. Yeah. But just find a table, bro. 
get a bunch of like buddies or whatever it is and just go ham on some topics. Just have everybody go ham on it. Have like the a questions Joe, ready. Dude, like the listen. Joe Rogan podcast. Like uh, He always does this protect our parks thing. And it's like all of his buddies get around this table and they're all... I don't know if the purpose of the podcast is protect the parks because I wasn't there for the first episode. But they're all just go around the table just talking shit and stuff. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be sweet. That'd be sick. There'd be so many people weighing in. It'd be so yeah. cool to listen to. Yeah. Bunch of questions. There's stuff coming from everywhere. Yeah, dude. Imagine, dude, if our podcast blows up and we just have like a whole little setup, like there's a little studio and we got the fucking microphones that come down yeah. and talk into, that'd be sick. Yeah, and figure out how to freaking set this up better. Yeah. I mean, dude, we'll fi- we'll find it all out. Oh, yeah. There's already people that emailing us like, oh, what's going on, guys? Yeah, hopefully they're real. Yeah. All right, anyways, yeah, this is episode five. Thanks for listening. Um, it's Arm Day tomorrow. See you later.